0: Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. Not a lot to say this week except that if you like world building and elaborate settings, and I know that I do, you should check out the Kickstarter for the Gods Fall World book, which has just launched. Aram is a meticulous and dedicated world builder with a lot of passion, and this project is not something that you should pass up if you have the funds and the interest. I also want to let everyone know that there was a bit of an error in reducing some of the room noise this episode. We moved to a new recording location, and there were some hiccups in trying to get everything set up for that. I did my best to remove any background noise, but you might hear a little bit more going on in the background than you normally do. I apologize for that, and hopefully that's not going to be a problem in upcoming episodes as we're getting used to this new recording space. Short of that, let's get going. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals watched creation together, Godwin, Ajax, and Ariston stood together in the conclave of Amers with Forlorn Aria as they received grave news of realm invasion. How would they handle this pressing threat? Would this come to blows? With such little time, was there any way to rally the people of Joway?
1: Ajax, I think it might be best if if you and Godwin, if we're going to rally the people, if you two talk to them, I I don't think they're going to listen to me. I I don't know the city. If that's the route we're going, I think you two need to be the ones to do it.
2: As much as I agree with that, and as much as I care for this city and its well-being, I think Godwin has to be the one to speak to them as the new lover and as a more charismatic person.
0: All right. There isn't necessarily any reason that you could not be present. During the talks, though, during the speech. Yeah, we'll be there to back him up. Security, that sort of thing. It also shows that we are presenting a unified front. Just thoughts. No,
1: that's, that's a good idea. What do you think would be best to do it?
0: Is that a question for Godwin or me?
1: Just just the group. Uh, just anyone anyone who can just chime in with something. Okay, that was a long pause, and you were looking all over the place, so I wasn't quite sure. That was, okay, that was a collective question. If anyone knows, speak up. Because we need to find a good spot where everyone would to know together.
0: I mean, we're literally at the head of the government here. So I don't see any reason that we wouldn't be able to call a summit, speak at the front gate. There's an area for speeches being made there. It's where the lovers are inaugurated. All right. Yeah, we'll send out messengers to tell the entire town to come. Damn. I wish we didn't just let that wood spider out.
1: Yeah, too bad. It's not like he was creepy or unsettling or anything. Or a bearer
3: of bad news.
0: Well, it's not the wood spider's fault, and it's how we've been doing mail since the foundation of the city. It was that, or they were going to start eating everything. We had to work at an accord. Just a little bit of a history lesson for you. I know that you're foreign.
1: No, no, I, I understand. That makes sense. We should go soon then, or at least send the messages, because obviously we all know we don't have much time.
0: I agree. We need to decide on the message that we're going to send them. What are we going to say? We're going to call for all
2: able-bodied citizens of Jalwe to come and help defend the city.
0: Okay, I think that we can do that. Do you have an idea for how we can rally these people, Godwin?
3: Well, I don't have an idea, but I've got a recorder. You know, that tends to do just fine.
0: I suppose, yes. I
3: also feel like I'm a little bit more charismatic than I was before.
0: Maybe just a little bit.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think
2: we can all all agree on that. Maybe if you played the town's anthem, it could evoke some patriotism for the city.
3: You know my mom wrote that, right?
2: That's why I'm suggesting that you play it.
3: I don't know if I could live up to how well she plays it.
0: I think that you are severely under-crediting yourself, Godwin.
1: That's a habit. Well, you don't have to play it exactly like her, just play it in your style. Because that's the style that we need right now, and that's the one that's going to inspire the people.
0: I think that we can all agree that the music was inside of Godwin the whole time.
3: I don't want today to be the day the music died.
0: But really, Godwin, I think that if you take what you know is inside of you and you use it and what you care for the city, you'll be able to move more people than you thought that you could. Sometimes I think that you don't think that you could move anyone, even though you've seen yourself do it several times now.
3: Well, I'll try, but I don't want to do it without you by my side. Will you be there?
0: Of course I will, Godwin. I believe in you, and we're the acting lovers. It's the least I could do, but even if we weren't, I think that I would be there.
3: I like to think that too.
0: We cut to an image of the noonday sun blazing high in the city of Joway, and outside of the conclave of Amers, we can see Godwin and Forlorn Arya, as well as Ajax, Ariston, and mags have anybody changed their clothes in order to make this public speech or are you coming out in your civvies ajax has
2: added on a militaristic-esque coat and it has a kind of a mandarin collar and it's unbuttoned in the front excellent
1: he put his gloves on, Arison did, and they are just make it easier for him to fight. And they're a sea green type of color. They're leather gloves. And then there's these little diamond shaped bits of sea glass right by his knuckles. And they're pretty strong. So if that ever comes in contact with anyone, it's going to hurt a lot. And that's really all that he needs. He doesn't like to, he doesn't put anything else on.
0: Wonderful. Has Godwin made any costume changes?
3: Godwin has repinned his hair back up with the same style of pin that was found in in the temple. Other than that, he has still kept on most of his attire as it is appropriately flexible for him and his martial arts needs. He doesn't really benefit well from heavy armor, but he has switched out his red shawl that he usually wears around his waist for a much darker one.
0: Excellent. And Forlorn Arya, is not wearing her bandolier of knives. She has two knives that she is holding at her hips, but she's actually wearing a much more formal leather jacket that has tight angles and bunches up a lot around the joints and her wrist. And then she's wearing the same sort of loose-flowing pants that she was wearing, but they slide into very shiny, sleek boots. Mags doesn't look a whole lot different, except that she is wearing a small version of the Tepu River Pirates flag as a sash. There is a crowd that is teeming and a mast that sits before you. What do you do?
3: So prior to stepping out in front of the crowd, Godwin took a moment to meditate. And so Harmonious Presence Meditation is activated indefinitely. And Godwin reaches in himself and is going to use Transifugue Vision to Heart compelling method, perfect harmony technique, and masterful performance exercise, all in conjunction with each other, for the following
0: speech. Excellent. So, go ahead and make that speech, and then before you make your roll, describe for our listeners what that book of charms does.
3: Godwin is pulling a lot of essence out of his peripheral, and he will face the
0: consequences of that.
3: Before he steps up, Godwin takes one last look over at Harmonious Aria... And kind of squeezes her hand a little bit.
0: And she squeezes back.
3: And then he lets go. And he walks up in front of the crowd of people and takes a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And he exhales sharply again till there's no air in his lungs. And he closes his eyes. And for a second, he looks like he hugs himself, remembering. And then he opens his eyes and looks out, not at anybody in particular in the crowd, but almost like his eyes are glazed over, looking beyond the crowd. And he begins to play and at first it's soft, like a songbird, but then, as the melody grows stronger and more passionate, he too, exuberantly, projects something deeper within his music, and all of a sudden he starts to glow radiantly, and it looks like he's crying, but there's no wavering in his tone. It's firm, and then, after he stops playing, he lowers his recorder slowly, and his hands go limp, and the recorder falls and clinks onto the floor, and Godwin has something in his eyes that wasn't there before. There's something deep within himself that even he doesn't know how to describe. It's scary, but he's not revolted by it. It feels warm. Godwin takes a few more steps up, a little bit closer to the crowd, and nods knowingly before speaking. This, this is Jawai. This is our home. This is not all I've ever known. But if I lost everything but this, that would be fine. But if I lost Jawai, I wouldn't be myself anymore. He looks down at the recorder that's lying on the ground beside him. This is where I grew up. This is where I learned to love, where I learned to love music, where I learned to love my family, my mother, my friends, and the people. I'm not a fighter, but this is something I'm willing to fight for. But I don't want to fight alone. I will if I have to, but here in Jawa, I've learned about community and about family. And I don't think I should have to fight alone because there's a bond this city brings us and it's stronger than anyone in the realm. And I think we need to show them that today. Who's with me?
0: Okay roll charisma plus performance i'm going to call that if everyone here agrees a three dot stunt that seems pretty appropriate for that tell us what do your charms do
3: there's so many so the one that was set before was Harmonious present meditation which was plus three dice to all non-stealth social influence and all social charms Reduced in cost by one moat. So when applying that to the following spells, we have perfect harmony technique, which on a musical performance, all 9s and 10s count as two successes. Masterful performance exercise, which has the ability to get one auto-success and re-roll ones until they fail to appear. And then heart-compelling method creates an inspire action, and then... Determine mood intended by song, and the charm targets an intimacy which resonates with that mood. Target will be moved to great and appropriate action by emotions, as determined by Quinn. And lastly, Trance a Fugue Vision, which can be activated when 10-plus motes are committed to other scene-length charms while active. So every time godwin is going to attempt social influence he gains one moat every two minutes of performance he gains one moat and then he gains a moat of essence for every 10 that is rolled maximum three on performance rolls against a difficulty of at least four
0: excellent and because what you're doing right here is trying to inspire a group of people to lay down their lives which is huge very difficult you are going to be rolling against a difficulty of six because everyone has their resolve boosted because ain't nobody want to die so that is 15 based dice plus two dice from the stunt with three automatic successes
3: well here goes nothing (laughs) so that's 13 successes for
0: godwin as you begin to glow and your power and charisma begins to wash over the audience People begin to stir and move and jostle. You could see their faces change from befuddlement to anger and passion and drive. People begin to move around, jostling, and as people begin to reach a frenzy, a couple of sour musical notes peel through the audience. Ajax and Ariston can now make Perception plus Awareness rolls. Oh, that's 10 for me. You also have, I think, Keen Sense Technique or something like that. Yeah. Which is a scene-long charm that gives you double nines.
1: Okay, so that's 5 for Erson. That is 1-7, so one success.
2: Not great. Nope. <laughs> so I'm going to use Keen Sight Technique. So I'm going to use three motes out of my peripheral pool. It flares eyesight to inhuman levels. I can complete difficulty two or three sight-based checks without a roll, and plus two dice to notice hidden persons and to see through disguises, and I can see in dim light. Other dense visual conditions have difficulty reduced by one and ignore penalty to detect hidden enemies in those
0: conditions. Excellent. Then go ahead and give yourself plus two dice to your ten. That's six successes. Moving in at the corner of this amassing crowd, Ajax sees a familiar shock of bright red hair and of piercing green eyes standing next to a slender figure wearing a robe that bears the house Ragaramon. The red haired figure is pressing to his mouth a cold, black steel recorder and is playing out notes himself this is seven symphonious chords local crime lord and ragara samir is it possible to start combat with him you can begin he's at long range which means you need to take an aim action so if you're initiating intent to kill then yes but he's definitely going to have like an opening thing as he's playing this music he's making himself known now okay so i'll wait the notes die down quickly and the audience, though fervent still, parts a little bit to accommodate him as he begins to walk through the middle. Sometimes I have a difficult time accepting that... Everyone who lives in this city can be so easily manipulated. This is the sworn enemy of the realm. This is why they're coming to our city. This is the scourge they are seeking to root out. I'm here with a representative of the realm, of House Ragara, and he tells me that if we give these people up, then we have nothing to worry about. They will protect us from people like this. People who come out of nowhere and convince you to lay down. Down your lives for a cause that is completely selfish if they would just give themselves up no one would have to sacrifice their lives it's preposterous look at all of these fools
1: if it's just us three they're looking for why did they bring so many of them doesn't seem like they have a plan just to wipe us out but rather the
0: whole city It seems like you're not very well acquainted with the legends of your people. Army slayers? The entire immaculate faith exists to instruct people to be wary of you, to bring armies to bear when they fight you. You are the entire reason that the Wild Hunt exists. If we're so dangerous... How come all these people in the
2: city have been protected by us?
0: ragara Samir steps forward. Because you're devils and snakes. It's that simple. I don't understand why you have to stand there and pretend like you're something that you're not. You're a demon. You're all demons. We've done nothing but protect this city and to help its people. You brought the invading force of the city inside of it and you killed the man who swore that he would take them down. That seems to me like rather the opposite of protecting the people. It sounds a lot like you're Leaders are the ones who brought
2: your people here. We didn't bring anyone. If we brought them here, we would be with them
0: right now. Then, would you please care to explain why that woman up there is wearing the emblem of the River Pirates, who were laying siege to this city not twelve hours ago?
3: Godwin snatches his recorder from the ground and walks over to forlorn Aria and instinctually holds her tightly, tightly enough that she can feel the fact that his heart is racing and that he's shaking because he's furious. You don't know anything about the River Pirates. You don't know anything about us or about the city. How dare you walk into our home and speak like you know. You are the demons. I killed one and I'm not afraid to do it again.
0: I think that his actions speak loudly enough. I've lived in the city longer than you have, Mr. Kareli, and I've had a moment to instruct Raga Amir about some of the things that concern the common folk. I know what it's like living in a city where every year you live worried that this time when the pirates lay siege, the city's actually going to fall. I know what that's like. You let these people into the city, this menace who has stood outside of our gates for generations, and you let them waltz in. You stand at the stage at the Conclave of Amos pretending to have the city's best interests at heart when you killed the man who did. You're one to talk. You terrorize the city from
2: inside. You don't help protect the city. You have your own interests in mind when you don't want the river pirates coming because they can cut into your little crime business.
0: Well, I think that I'm an unfortunate byproduct of what this city has made of some of us. I grew up in the Smiling Eyes district, I had to struggle. I had to learn to be clever, and so I became clever, smart, cunning. It's what the city makes of us, but Samir here and his friends with the realm, did you know that there's a hundred of them inside the city right now? They could help. They could oust these pirates. They're going to make sure that my situation isn't a necessity in this city any longer.
3: I'm glad the city's made you clever, but I'm sorry that the realm's made you a damn fool.
2: The pirates right now are helping us to fight against the oppression of the realm that's coming. How can you see the pirates as our main enemy? It's easy
0: to conceptualize yourselves as being oppressed when the three of you put 30,000 people in danger. I'm just saying, it seems pretty clear who's putting everyone in danger here. It's you by attacking. We've done nothing but help. And the pirate siege? That's helping? Bringing them into the city is helping?
1: The most harm that's been done to the city was that fire that we had to put out. That was the worst thing that happened, and we destroyed it. I think you're just afraid of things changing because you like things the way they are, and you don't like anyone coming into your city, your city that's just the way you like it, and making it not yours anymore. I think you're just afraid of someone else having the power.
0: You said that the worst that happened... Is that a fire started? No. A prince of the earth died. Someone who no one in this crowd could ever hope to be like. Who, only through years and years and lifetimes of dedicated servitude and devotion anyone could hope to attain the status of, you killed what is near a god. And I think that is the biggest crime that has been committed.
1: He attacked us. What do you expect us to do? After you
0: attacked me... And he points to this swollen black eye on his face.
3: Godwin steps out from behind Forlorn Aria and walks right up to Seven Symphonia's Chords. How tall is he? He is 5'11". And looks up at Seven Symphonious Chords. You are telling me that Vijay was a god? Vijay was a failure. That's all he ever was and that's all he'll ever be. And I killed him. Me, a boy. Doesn't that tell you how strong he is? Don't treat him like he's something special, something worth destroying the city over. you had nothing, and you're just putting him up on a pedestal as an excuse to do something unthinkable. How dare you? How dare you lie?
0: Seven Symphonious Chords puts one hand on his chest and motions with his other hand towards Ragor Amir. Those are his words, not mine. And I believe that Ragor Amir would tell you that the fact that you, who bears the mark of the anathema, killed him, is exactly why the wild hunt that is coming needed to exist. Exactly why we need protection. And Ajax catches something in the sky. He can see a small figure high up. There are three figures, human figures, that are standing on top of what appears to be a cloud, and as this enters his view, darkness begins to spread out from the cloud as a nexus. And quickly, the darkness of night begins to spread over the Conclave of ammers and the entire Cedar Blossoms district. It pools and spreads quickly, and it becomes very, very difficult to see. What do you do?
1: I think the time has come for us to fight.
0: Chords, did you have something to do with this? I simply had conversations with rigorous amir he and his people have been looking for a way to reconnect with the attachment that they came from i don't know what's happening right now but i can assume that it has something to do with the plague that's poisoning our city and he points at godwin
3: godwin snarls at him you fucking animal he grabs him and starts shaking him furiously
0: as his body shakes he smiles I'd rather be an animal than a demon. Can you people not see? I simply spoke against his ideals and he ravages me. He savages me. Protector? Hardly. How
2: many people in the city have you hurt with your little schemes and your businesses? We're protecting those people, the people who haven't been able to protect themselves from you.
0: You have done nothing to interfere with any of the business that I conduct in this city. In recent times, I, I cannot tell you the last time I saw you. I saw two of you six months ago, and you played a little show at my house. You're not staunching the flow of crime in the city. You're not doing anything to prevent more people like me from being made. You're playing pretend up in your silly little office with your silly little wolves and your silly little cases. <laughs> You're not heroes, you're children.
2: You haven't done anything? Well, how's this? Adax pulls out his bow, and he cocks an arrow in it, and he points it right at Seven Symphonious Chords' head.
0: So, you're aiming over Godwin's shoulder at Seven Symphonious Chords. Are you doing this from the stage still? Or have you walked in? Yeah, from the stage. Little sputtering arcs of light begin to play across the sky as you draw tight your bow. You can see in clear detail now the three figures on the cloud. There's a woman with long hair that is bunched up. Her skin is covered in intricate red, black, and gold tattoos. Her face is bruised. Her nose is broken and bloody. Holding onto her is a woman in a metal mengu mask wearing a green robe and these little pops and cracks of lightning are flowing off of a slim but muscular figure with incredibly pale skin, so pale that you can see sharp blue veins running across his face with a shock of ragged white hair that plays down across his shoulders he's wearing a jade shirt that bears on it the emblem of house Tepet. isn't this fun <laughs> it looks like we've arrived just in time for the party you think this is a joke who are you my name is Tepet harmonious accord It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm here to inform you that the pirates that you decided to send down the river aren't going to be a problem anymore. The last of them is right here with us, and uh, she put up a fight, I'll tell you that much. If we hadn't come here to solve a bigger problem, we might have been sent here to deal with her alone. But that's not the case, I'm afraid. If you do care about her, any of you in here, I wouldn't dare shoot any arrows at anyone, punch anyone, start any sort of conflict, or we'll drop her. She's powerful, but I don't think that she's going to survive a landing at a thousand feet. So, I think that it's probably time that this little scuffle stop ajax
2: slowly releases the tension in his bow and drops it like tilts it towards the ground but he still keeps it clenched in his hands ready in case something is gonna
0: happen we appreciate that do we not and you can see movement from mayumi ajax can see that she's nodding but no one else has the visual acuity to see that well, especially in such heavy darkness. I see that you're having a fun little conversation with everyone, and that's great. That's that's really lovely. But it's not going to do you a lot of good. I can see down there is fifth cousin Samir. Pleasure to see you, Samir. You probably don't know this, but several generations back, there was congress between one of the Tepets and one of the Ragaras. You know, illicit bastard-type situation. Logs were kept of it. You're the descendant. Probably why you haven't been blessed— Sorry about that. Kind of sucks, but you do what you have to. Nice to see you. Uh, I trust that you've been taking care of the people that have been left behind? Is Rauha around? I know that he was there the night that the, uh, the Blossom happened.
1: Who the fuck are you coming down here? Now that you're done with the little meet and greet, if you got gonna threaten us,
0: at least- Look, the wild hunt does not negotiate with demons. We're giving you an option. It's a simple option. We're setting the terms here. You can let the sorceress die, or you can let her live, and you can resolve this situation in such a way that ensures that nobody that doesn't need to uh, comes to harm. And what is that exactly? Give yourselves up. Leave this city. Come to a gilded pyramid outside of Wei, where you will meet with me and the two wild hunters who I've arrived in the city with, as well as our legion. Then we'll leave you alone, or I suppose we'll take our responsibility and will protect the city from the demons who ravage it.
1: A meeting. That's... wow. Well, I am just say I'm not entirely confident. You're just not going to
0: torture us. Nobody said it was going to be a peaceful meeting. I think you misunderstand the job of the Wild Hunt. I think that I'm going to enjoy killing you all greatly.
3: Destroyer of armies, right? That's what they call us?
0: Some of you, yes. I think they call you blasphemers.
3: Godwin <sighs> looks over at Ariston and Ajax. Let's earn that name. We'll stand with you, Godwin. Ajax?
0: I'm
2: always in.
3: Godwin looks over at Forlorn Arya, wondering what she'll say.
0: Please, Godwin, I just lost Lockshu, and I pray that they didn't find Rai and the others. I know you're strong, and to call is the strongest of us. I can't, I can't, I can't lose her, Godwin, I can't, I can't, I can't.
3: I'm gonna go, and I don't know if I'll come back. I want you to. I think it wouldn't be unrealistic to say that you're gonna lose someone. I'll try my best to stop it, but I'm not a perfect man.
0: Please don't make me choose. You can't make me choose.
3: I'm not going to make you choose. I'll be the first to go.
0: I I promise that when you get back, I'll have done everything that I can. And she reaches to her hip and grabs one of her knives to put one of these through that asshole's skull. And she points at Seven Symphonious Chords.
1: Harrison is just smiling. Your Highness, I know we didn't get off quite on the right foot in several occasions, but if anyone is going to be trusted with this city against these horrible people. I have no faith in anyone
0: but you to do it. They may call you demons, blasphemers. I never put much stock in that business. You guys are, all of you, believers. You've believed in things when I haven't had the faith or the capacity. I can see that all of you are convicted, and that conviction is going to take you places. If I'm not here when you get back, at least know that you did this city proud, especially you... Ariston, you have no stock in this fight. You're not from here, but you're still, you're still doing this. And she grabs onto Godwin and pulls him close and then pushes him away. I'm going to see you soon.
3: Godwin leans forward and very gently, almost like a, a small brush, kisses her on the forehead and nods. Of course. are we agreed then?
2: You'll have your little meeting
0: That's wonderful. That's really, really great. I really, really, really look forward to having this little meeting, and Iselsi Mayumi here is going to make sure that that happens. As soon as you show up, she'll drop the sorceress here, and you won't have to worry about her anymore, but I think that you'll have a whole other set of worries on your minds by the time that happens anyway, so. Oh yeah, we get it. You know where to find us. Yeah, yeah, it was established. Goodbye. Well, yeah, I suppose I have made my point. Everyone here in Joway, I hope that you enjoy 24 hours of night. Hope you enjoy a lifetime of being a little bitch.
1: Just one guy (laughs) in the back of
0: the crowd. No way! (laughs) Seven Symphonies Chords. Cousin. Distant cousin. I guess that it's all up to you on this front. These people look mad, so I hope that you can handle yourselves. If not, we'll be back soon. At that point, he stops and the cloud begins to pull up and away. Is there anything you guys do? Ajax does theoretically have the capacity to shoot an arrow right now. If he takes an aim action...
2: So Ajax, as they're pulling away on the cloud, he raises his bow again and aims it at Harmonious Accord. I guess then Ajax should roll join battle.
0: That's four successes. Excellent. So he's going to roll join combat now. He got five successes. Ajax knocks an arrow, aims it towards the cloud, and Tikal's body begins plummeting. No! Shoot. What do you do? Everyone can roll join combat at this point because you need to act fast if you want to save her.
1: What are we trying to beat?
0: You're just rolling. Oh.
1: Oh, shit. Ha ha!
0: So, what did everybody roll? Two? Three. Alright, and you rolled four? Four, yeah. Okay, so Teppet Harmonious Accord just acted at eight initiative. Ajax is next at. 7 initiative you will have two complete rounds to do something to ensure that Tikal does not die if anybody has any athletics charms this is the time to use them i have a stance one you have a couple of athletics charms yeah like a, a a definite few of them but it is ajax's turn and you can use other clever thinking to try to get this to or you try to shoot a motherfucker i don't care you have to take an aim action though unless you have something that allows you to shoot at long range without taking an aim action would sight without eyes be that? Does it say that you can? And I know I can it allows ignore you... ignore sight-based penalties on an archery? No, I think that the uh, distance-ignoring charm, accuracy without distance, is an essence two charm. Okay. You can flurry an aim action, I believe, so you can do something else while you run an aim. Around the stage
2: on the sides, there's like a raised platform little area. It goes a little bit higher. So Ajax sees this as an opportunity to get a little bit closer, just in height, to the cloud. So he runs up onto those onto the ledges just to get a little bit higher
0: as he aims excellent at six initiative it's godwin's turn as we snap the camera to godwin we can see forlorn Arya's face opened wide in a scream but no air is escaping her lungs and tears are just streaming down her face
3: godwin sees this and instantly snaps his neck and looks over at the crowd Quickly! We have to catch her! And Godwin runs deep into the throbbing crowd towards where her body is falling.
0: That sounds to me like a charisma plus presence check. Given the fact that you're keying off of the inspiration that you gave them earlier, it's going to be easy. You're going to need to beat one difficulty.
3: With <laughs> charisma plus presence? Yes well that's a good old-fashioned nine
0: plus three from harmonious presence meditation
3: oh baby baby
0: and you get two bonus for stunt so 14 dice to beat one
1: let's hope
3: this works
0: Is this technically a second, separate social influence? Yeah. How many successes did you get and then narrate the other stuff?
3: So Godwin got nine successes while trying to beat one. And because Trace of Fugue Vision is still activated, Godwin will regain a total of four motes back. Good question. Will these be added to personal or peripheral? These four.
0: It's going to be peripheral because you are tapped out on your personal because you have committed the motes from there. So the crowd begins to rush towards the falling figure, including actually some of the people that came up behind Seven Symphonious Chords and Ragara Samir, but her body is still falling quickly. We can see the air buffeting her form as it's beginning to go limp with the fall. We cut to Ariston's face. What is he doing?
1: What is she falling over? Like, is there a structure that's like getting near her?
0: Yeah, she's basically falling towards the end of the plaza. They just began pulling out when Ajax decided to shoot.
1: Okay, is there anything that Ariston could stand on to catch her, possibly?
0: You have the narrative authority to introduce those things.
1: Okay, there's a building that she's, seems to be like, falling right in front of, and Ariston is going to use graceful crane stance to get on top of it. And so when he catches her, he won't fall, and she won't fall. Okay, so can I use lightning speed and then the stance?
0: What does lightning speed do?
1: You flash forward what trails of your anima stream behind you. You may use this for a rash action or at each...
0: Yes, 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 yes. You're basically doing a rush action right now. Okay. What does it do mechanically, though? You supplement a rush action and do what? You get one automatic
1: success and may reroll all fives and sixes until they fail to appear.
0: Excellent. The building is there. You're activating Graceful Crane stance, but the crowd sits between you and and the building. All
1: right, so he's going to run atop the crowd and kind of jump onto the top of the building that she is like the tip of the roof and going to catch to call.
0: Awesome. So, go ahead and roll that rush action, which is dexterity plus athletics, and you're going to get a +2 on that. So that's 8. And if you want to use any other magic to enhance it, you can do that like an Excellency. You can spend as many motes as your dexterity plus athletics to add as many dice as motes you spend.
1: I'll spend two from peripheral.
0: And all of the motes that you're spending on this action have to come out of your peripheral. So what's the total number of motes that you're spending? Eight. Okay, your cast mark is going to start glowing. Yeah. Which, hey, no one's surprised at this point.
1: everyone knows. Okay.
0: Roll those dice. Dexterity plus athletics plus four. And you got an automatic success from lightning speed. And then you reroll fives and sixes until they fail to appear.
1: So Ariston got six successes? Oh, that's seven. Seven. Seven successes. Yes.
0: Ariston charges forward. Little bits of flickering essence coruscate off of his heels as he runs across the top of this crowd. He leaps onto the top of the roof and propels himself upwards. These arcs of his personal power are trailing behind him and like a careening force Tikal's body slams into Ariston's chest and drives them collectively into the arms of the crowd amassed below. As the crowd breathes a collective sigh of relief, it is now Harmonious Accords' turn, and you see him pull from his side a gleaming blue jade chakram. He holds out his hand and the wind which is rushing from his hands begins to levitate it above his palm he shrugs his shoulders cracks his neck and says what the hell and that's his turn all
2: right so from his stance on the raised platform area ajax
0: loses his arrow after he's aimed it okay and so you're making an attack at long range so there aren't any charms that you can use to supplement this not really Oh yeah, are you making a decisive attack or a withering attack? Well, I guess decisive because I'm probably just
2: making one attack. Okay. So since it's decisive, I'm going to use one of my brand new charms. am going to use the fiery arrow attack. Awesome. What does that do? It charges the arrow using essence, so it catches fire when it goes through the air. It adds one automatic success to the damage roll in a decisive attack. And if it does at least three health levels of damage, the target catches on fire and must contend with lethal dice of damage every turn.
0: Okay, you loose your arrow, and it arrives about halfway to its mark before it blossoms in a wreath of fire and propels itself even more quickly towards its target. Are you going to spend any excellency dice on this? Yeah. How
2: many can I spend?
0: As many as your dexterity plus accuracy. <laughs> dexterity plus archery. So nine. Yeah, let's add five. And that comes out of peripheral? It can come from out of wherever, yeah. So okay, you yeah. glow your cast mark? Yep. okay. And as your arrow is about to strike, you can see Harmonious Accord shifting his posture and spinning, seeking to cut away the arrow from his body. Or He's going to activate his dodge excellency to increase his thing, and he's stunting his defense, so you're contending with a defense roll of 9. And you get uh, 2 dots stunts, so 1 automatic success, and uh, 17 dice. That's seven successes. So he cuts away your flaming arrow. Again, only Ajax can see with enough acuity to see a vicious and broad smile peeling across his lips. We'll still meet you, but don't be expecting any mercy now. Don't expect us to show any either. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at SwallowsOfTheSouth.com, on Twitter at SwallowsOfSouth, on Tumblr at SwallowsOfTheSouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at SwallowsOfTheSouth. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to SwallowsOfTheSouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday.